We've got 10 nights until the next full moon. Well, he was what I would call a Sasquatch. He pilots that showed unidentified flying objects. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I don't believe 99% of the things that people claim they've seen. I think this is in that 1%. A lot of people make fun of me, but I don't care. I know it's there. G'day and welcome to the Melon Tiger podcast. I'm Bree Wolf, and again, I have been joined by Jordan Ertz. How are you going? Good, good. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the second episode. And we have a special guest today, don't we? <sighs> We've finally got him in studio. Would you say he's really special? <laughs> Welcoming to this episode is Josh Ernst, our big bro. How you going? Thanks for having me, guys. You're like, I'm getting roasted already. Yeah, I've been here 10 <laughs> seconds, I'm already getting roasted. Have regrets. I'm pretty sure I am borderline special. But. I was. We started last week's episode kind of talking about what our favourite thing is about anything kind of paranormal or weird. George's was disappearances. Mine was similar, but more so to the cryptids. What would you say yours would be? Where do you fall? I am a big fan of disappearances, disappearances but... Seen as George got it, I really like. It's the, not like that. Is no, it? I can't have what you got. If you're having chicken schnitzel, so I can't cool. have that. I have to have something different. Order something else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to say the dog man. I'm a big fan of the dog that's man, what, and that was the second. Yeah. That what? Was, that's what I said last week. I said Beast of Bray Road or Michigan Dog yeah, Man. Yeah, not so much the werewolf one. The is actual the, do, the yeah the evolution. Like it, it was probably just an evolved. Yeah, it sounds like it's half true. I'm gonna go with it's true. You have you are ones. hot for Linda Godfrey. Aren't I am, you? Yeah. yeah, he loves her. We all are. Yeah, Linda, if you're listening. Well, this week we've decided to kind of take a hit at George's favorite, which is the mysterious disappearances. But the mysterious disappearances in national parks, in particular, the four one one missing. That's right. So we decided to choose one each, bar Josh, because I just I didn't know if logging onto a computer would have been hard for him. What's a computer? That's what I thought. No. So you're here to provide some social commentary. Have you heard much about the 411 missing? Not much about it, but I have heard a few stories. I used to listen to Coast to Coast, George Norrie all the time. But um, I think, yeah, I've heard a few of them and they, yeah. they creep me out big time. So, yeah. How long ago would have that been? Oh, that would have been years ago. So not been, fresh? No, not yeah. fresh. Okay. No. I was just, I had heard, I had heard of David Pilatus. It's like that thing. You don't, His you've name heard of it. Yeah, you've but, heard of it before, but it's not until you actually. Like, someone's like, this is what he did. You're like, oh, yeah, now I remember. Yes, remember he's not that man in the desert. <laughs> We've been over this. I think he is one of the 411 missing. And I'm not though. saying he hasn't yeah. been to a desert. I'm sure he's diverse in his locations where he goes There are to. national parks in the desert. Zeon National Park. Come on, we're not we're not against the <laughs> desert missing people. We'll look you up next week or something. Yeah. Um, so you wanted to start today. You had one. I will say I did. I purposely, once you told me who you were looking into, I purposely mm-hmm. avoided it because Good. I didn't want to know too much about it. I saw, like, he seemed to be on a lot of the lists I looked at. It's it's one of um one of the ones that probably people know about, but if you don't know about, it is a very creepy story. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even a story. It's very, very creepy. It's weird. But if you've already heard about it, it's always the one you want to come back to. Yeah. So, but last week we said, like, my favourite was Mrs... Mysterious disappearances. Yeah. This is and, who? And we, <laughs> <laughs> this is You're getting married bad. soon, Joe. Keep it <laughs> careful here. <laughs> and yeah, I thought we might hold off to a little bit later, but we are firing this gun early in episode it. two. So what I'm going to be talking about today is the Dennis Martin disappearance. Okay. Yep. Okay. So Dennis Martin was 60 years old and he was visiting the Great Smoky National Park with his father, William, his grandfather and his older brother. This was in 1969 on the Father's Day weekend. The four hiked to Spence Field. So Spence Field is a meadow surrounded by thick trees and bushes roughly around 15 yards off the Appalachian Mountain. Okay. Like the Appalachian the, tra- Trail. The Appalachian sorry. Trail, man. That's like another oh, kind of... Yeah, I know. It's got so many weird stuff happening just on the trail. Yeah. Because that trail's massive. It goes That's, through like three different mountain ranges. And so. just to like the Appalachians in general, like so you know the descent and, and wrong turn, yeah, they're set yes. in Appalachia. So. Yeah, yeah. So they were in this um, meadow the Spence Field, and um, they planned to stay the night there. So they were camping? Yep, they were camping up there. So the four were the only people in the area. It was only them. Um, Another family arrived and noticed the two brothers playing together. Okay. Him and his older brother. 
And the other family approached the Martins and asked permission for their boys to join in. Okay. You know, they were playing around. Lovely. I always like that because right. you just, it's like, um, can I pat your dog? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sus on these people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're the other, you're the free range. You're just like, go and play with whoever. Let's just test these kids out. <laughs> it gets weirder. The couple then proceeded to introduce themselves as Claudia and Ron Martin. So already, oh, they've both got the same last names. They've both got the same last names. I'm sure Martin is a very common last name, but that's just a yeah. weird straight out. They're like in their tent. Imagine their last name was Smith and they meet another Smith. They're like, fuck, that's weird, dude. Another Smith? That's not that's unheard of. Yeah, I'm still sus on Claudia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the boys start playing together. Okay, so when it starts to get around 3 to 4 p.m., Mr. Martin watched his son, Dennis, run and hide behind a bush on the edge of the field. He also witnessed the other boys go and run behind bushes okay. and hide. Okay, yeah. So playing a little game of hide and seek. And so the other boys started to emerge after the game was over from behind the bushes, but Dennis didn't. Dennis didn't come back out from behind the bush. After about five minutes, Mr. Martin started to feel a little bit concerned. He yeah. got up. He put his beer down. He put his beer down. <laughs> He's six one, <laughs> and he walked forty foot. Fucking Dennis. Over towards Dennis, Dennis was hiding. Dennis wasn't there. Very so this is the bush. Dennis. So he went behind this bush. Yep. And then he went to the bush where he last saw him. Exactly. And he wasn't there. Dennis wasn't there anymore. So Mr. Martin ran for nearly two miles. That's 3.2 kilometres down the Appalachian Trail. So oh, okay, because it was right by the Appalachian Trail. He assumed only, that maybe only, he went down the trail. Exactly, which you would think if there's going to be a kid, he's not going to want to walk through the woods. He's no. not going to walk over that sort of stuff. He's going to just He'd be like, what's down here? So Mr. Martin goes down the Appalachian Trails for two miles. So he's at a run. He didn't hear or see anything. Like no animals, no wildlife, nothing. No, I don't know about animals, wildlife, but nothing to do with his son. Okay, so, so like he's no other people. Like he's no. looking for signs of his son. Exactly. Okay. So he's run down. You could imagine he's there shouting for his yeah. son. So I only asked about the animals because I know, like, part of the four one one cases, it, it is the really heavy go- on like lack of wildlife activity. And it always goes quiet. Just yeah. Before so something no, happens. just him though. That's what he noticed. Well, yeah, that's what he noticed. So he's just running down about two miles. He's just shouting out Dennis's name. You could almost imagine it. The stress in his voice. Yeah. Can't find anything. He runs until he can't go any further. He like he thinks Dennis could not have gone any further, and Dennis Martin's never seen ever again. So the last people that saw him were pretty much the kids playing with him and his dad. And his dad. So, I don't know how old these kids are. Have they been questioned? Yeah how how old were I'm the not, old, I'm did not it sure. say it how old the older brother any, was? It doesn't say anything about how old his brother was or how old so the kids he was playing with. You could with probably were. hypothesize he's probably not going to be from back in the day. Maybe he wouldn't be any more than four years older than him. So that's ten. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember because I play in hide and seek. And, yeah, and I remember an, an occurrence when we were little, when I would have been four, and Josh would have been six at the most. Where Mum left us. To watch you yes, when you yep. were three. Mm-hmm. We played a little bit of game of hide and seek. Yeah, and you disappeared. I did. And but Josh is six. Come on, Josh, what are you doing? You're supposed to be watching. To this day, mum's still like, bloody Josh can't count me. A six-year-old. Talk about so- passing the bar. In my credit, I looked for two minutes. And <laughs> Went back to the trampoline. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Do I still claim it as I'm the champion then? Yeah. Because I don't think we've had a game since. No, probably. Because he was hard to find, so he's a good hider. So does that mean Dennis is just very good? Well, he, you could say he game. is the all-round world champion of it. Along with other certain people, but <laughs> four one one world champion hide and seek. <laughs> the record, the Guinness Book of Records. Change the name, going. David Politis. <laughs> okay, there's still more to the story. Within three hours of Dennis disappearing, it started to rain, and it rained for seven days straight. So I'm guessing that's something you don't want when someone goes missing because you want to be able to pick up some exactly, sort of trail. Exactly, but yeah. a lot of these disappearances, the weather always turns. Okay. Just after they've disappeared, so they got a lot of rain, so much rain that they hadn't seen in years, which was weird. Okay, so within two hours of Dennis disappearing, 100 park rangers were on location searching. 100? 100. That's so they borrowed them from other parks across more than the state, I suppose. Well, I'm not sure how many park rangers there are. I'm pretty sure like 50 on parks, like, there well, no, well, I I'm think guessing it's a big place. In so the 60s be... even, I think like they're understaffed as it is. Yeah. 100 is a lot. That's probably all there is in the states. I don't know. Well, they called in everybody. They called, so people at Yellowstone are just fucking riding bikes because they're all in this we'll one. What if someone out. goes missing here? Oh, well, I don't know. Just giving out park rangers badges everywhere. Oh, you're yeah. a park ranger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the old world. You're the new sheriff. Can you, can you tell me where the nearest Mac is? is? What did you just put on my chest? <laughs> That's not the only people that showed up. Within 48 hours, the Green Berets arrived on the Okay, so I know these are like army people, but what are the, are they like seals? So are they just... Well, they're special forces. Okay, so, so they're special. Like, you remember yeah. John Rambo? 
Shit, Dennis, run wherever you hide. And Think don't. about some John Rambo's just rocking okay. up, okay? So real special forces. So they all had like PTSD and went here in the woods with Dennis Martin. They don't have knife pouches, they hold them in their mouths. And it's weird. When I think about these guys showing up, I just think Dennis. these guys in army uniform just wearing green berets. That's what I around. thought That's exactly well. what I think about. But the weird thing is 99% of the time, it's the local nat- like National Guard that takes care of it. And there's a reason for that. And it's that they're, they're in the community, they're close, and they're readily available for the search. So it's unlikely, it's unusual for the Green Very Beret. unusual for okay. the Green Beret to show up. The weird thing about the Green Berets are they've they've signed an agreement with the government that they have they never have to state their business or what they're doing there. So they just rocked up on location. These people come around, like the volunteers and stuff, are trying to communicate with them to get the search going. The Green Berets didn't want none of that. So is that just in general or was this for this particular search? No, this is in general. This is just... In general, they can do what they want and don't have to say shit. Exactly. Okay. They've got to actually sign agreement with the government. Could they go there whenever they wanted? Or is this their excuse to just rock up? Playboy Mansion, just walk in like, sorry, (laughs) I don't have to tell you shit. No. So what's in this bedroom? Ladies, you can't leave. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to detain you for at least two minutes. Claudia gave me a call. 60 seconds, maybe. (laughs) I might be hitting my personal best this day. So the Green Berets flying in a helicopter. They set up their own camp and their own communications. So they're out there doing it by themselves. The Do you Green... reckon maybe it was a training exercise? Could have been. The Green Berets would only search alone with not with no volunteer search teams and they were armed. No one else was armed. So it's kind of like, what are you looking for? Yeah, exactly. Why have you shown up to this disappearance that no one, Green Berets never show up to this sort of stuff and they're armed? And what have you found that you're not telling? Exactly. Oh, I'm already yeah. on the van. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is giving me dog soldiers vibes. Oh, I know, yeah. right? Yeah. Dog man. It's somehow yeah. snuck its way into the... Oh, wait, this, hey, this Michigan dog man can... Mountain. Yeah. It was in the highlands of Scotland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michigan dog man can go on holiday, you know. <laughs> yeah. You ain't got to stay in one spot. He has a family. Come on. I really didn't want to visit your in-laws this month, honey. I wanted to go somewhere else. Is it like he gets to the border of Michigan, he goes step over and he goes... Oh no, I'll no longer be the Michigan dog man. <laughs> what would they call me? <laughs> okay, so the search lasted for three weeks. Canines found no scent. Because of the rain, maybe, though. That's what I'm thinking. That, okay. I think, yeah. Do you find with some of David Politis's stuff that maybe he's like, the canines found no scent? And then you're like, because of the rain, he's like, I don't know why. He doesn't like to be pinned down. He seems to like to avoid an explanation. Like, it's a fairly normal explanation. Yeah, but he seems to avoid... He's like, I'm just here asking questions. So, like, maybe it was the rain. He's like, I'm just asking the question. Where did the rain yeah. come from? Yeah. The thing about... <laughs> it's aliens Who pissing from the, the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Plytus, what people don't really know, is he used to be, like, really into Bigfoot investigation. So he was really, like, Bigfoot, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. And then mm-hmm. he, when he got into yeah, this all mysterious disappearances, I, that's it. Hey, he kind Josh. of backs off a bit. Yeah, you I'm kind like, of... That's the thing I found with David Politis as well. Like I was, before I kind of deep dived, so to speak, into it, I was like, shit, this is weird. And then they were like, he founded the North American Bigfoot Search. And I was like, yeah. wait a minute. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it's, like, it's fine. But after he started this mysterious disappearance, like the 411, he kind of pulled himself back from that sort of stuff. Yeah, because he and, was like. And now he won't give you anything. Yeah, he's just, I'm just asking people, questions. Because people go to his conferences and they start to ask those questions like, do you think Bigfoot done it? And the people got eaten. He's just like, well, I don't know. He just <laughs> redirects. He's like, exactly. Hey, have you noticed we've had a lot of rainfall here this week? Yeah. So you'll be careful. <laughs> you might disappear if you keep asking them questions. Those clouds are getting dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting angry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not the weirdest thing, okay? We're going to go on another little mm-hmm. tangent here. There was a family called the Key Family. Mm-hmm. Okay. They entered the park Did on the same day. Did they unlock the mysteries? I love a good pun. They do hold the key to. Um, they entered the park on the same day Dennis disappeared. They told park services that they wanted to go see some bears. You know, everyone wants to go to the park, see some bears. Not me. No. I'm good. No. I wouldn't. What? I probably wouldn't search out because you know black bears are actually oh probably not over there on the east coast, but black bears are actually considered more dangerous than grizzlies because they're more aggressive because the grizzlies bully them, which is kind of cute. <laughs> so <laughs> they take it out on no, us. No, but legit. Like, why do they bully the black bears? Because they're littler than them, and the grizzly's oh. like, "I fucking live here. Get out of my tree." And the black bear's like, "I'll just leave for some berries." And the grizzly's like, "No, this is my square." And they literally bully them. And then the black bear is so pent up with aggression from being bullied and not being able to do anything about it that they act aggressively to all the 
defenseless So they take their frustration things. out on us. A hundred percent. It's like a toxic so masculine took- man that his wife and handpacks him and then he goes and murders a bunch of <laughs> prostitutes. Like- <laughs> stand up for yourself. Come yeah. on. What if you took a therapist into the wild with you? Know, like, <laughs> a black bear, just sit down and have a little... He just starts <laughs> crying. A one-on-one. <laughs> I didn't mean to kill. That's bear spray. <laughs> Oh, you're not such a bad bear. <laughs> okay, so they wanted to go see some bears. So the park service has sent them to an area called Rowan's Creek, which is about two to three miles under Spence Field. So it's mm-hmm. about three to five kilometres. Not far at all. No. About an hour after Dennis's disappearance, the Key family is about 2,000 feet down below where he went missing. The boy from the Key family looks up above them and states to see what looks like a bear. Okay, so they've hit the jackpot. They've got what they That's, wanted. And I, I imagine it was difficult to find them at the time. And the father looks up and says that he doesn't think it looks like a bear. It more looks like a human. Mm. Like a bit of a rough sort of human, like a bit of a wild Course, human. Yeah, like a Bigfoot. No. Yeah, that's all. Like Josh was like just saying it. Like it's, he's trying to say it's a Bigfoot. That's but, the but thing, he's not, though. He's, they don't. He's not trying to say it's a Bigfoot. Yeah. He's trying to say like it looks like some sort of wild man, like a naked, hairy, homeless man, kind of like that. Yeah. yeah, just covered in sort of all sorts of stuff, leaves, mud, all but that. But what sort of Davis Politis, David Politis wants you to insinuate is that it's yeah. a Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah, the thing was hiding and darting between the trees. At this moment, the Key family does not know that Dennis Martin is missing. So they've got no idea what's going on. At about this time, the Key family heard a scream, which they describe as the worst scream they've ever heard in their life, and that it scared them. Well, no shit. (laughs) You're out in the middle of the woods, you're looking for bears, all of a sudden you hear a scream. Screams in general? Oh, no, I'm just going to be calm. Someone's just kicked their toe. (laughs) Do you ever (laughs) think... Lego out here? That, for example, though, I would be sus on that, but sometimes I know I've been in situations where you hear things that, like, could be bad. But you naturally rationalise it in your own head or it's kids playing or it's, you know what I mean? So you're just like, oh, is it? So do you think they'll that worked up about seeing this? Oh, so they, okay. But in that situation, yeah, it's different. They would have seen that thing and then heard a scream and been like, yeah. So they did what any rational person would do. They returned to their car and they drove home. Oh, yeah. Okay. They survived (laughs) the horror movie. So they've legged it. No, I thought you were going to say they split up. And they went (laughs) (laughs) We'll cover more ground. (laughs) Jimmy, you go with Sarah. That was the end of it. And then the next day on the front of the Knoxville Times, it had boy disappears in National Park. So immediately if you read that, you're like, I was there. And some well, that's what happened. Mr. Keyes wondered if that what he saw that day might have something to do with the disappearance. So what does he do? He contacts the FBI. Wait, so, oh yeah, because FBI usually only get involved when there's a child missing. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, that would be the reason. So the FBI told him they would meet him at his house. Mr. Keyes he offered to meet them at the national park where he was. Now, if you were doing an investigation, like someone calls you up about that, would you say you want to meet them at their house? Or would you say you'd want to meet them where they are to determine what they saw, Show where they the were, spot. when they saw that? Show me the spot you're how at. How far away this depends thing if was you thought they were a suspect or not. So maybe you wanted to meet them at their house, and then you would go together and go to the spot. But if they didn't. If they only wanted to meet at your house, why would you? Yeah, you'd want someone to take you to where you heard it, so they exactly. could like kind of get an idea of maybe where he was exactly. last seen. Yeah, get an idea of the distance mm-hmm. of where they were, that sort of thing. So, the FBI agent and the Park Service investigator inview- interviewed the key family. The agent and the investigator then proceeded to put the reports that the times did not match. And what they saw could not have anything to do with the disappearance of Dennis Martin. Seems weird. That's so weird. the FBI yeah. and the Parks have gone nuts. Times doesn't match up. He, there's no way in the world he could have got there five kilometres in an hour. To me, that's doable. That's do- very doable. So, But the mm. FBI's come out straight away and said, no, not possible. What you've seen has nothing to do with the disappearance. You see this a lot in even cases like Ivan Malat, for example. They have so such an overwhelming number of tips and they're using like in the 60s. Did you even have, you had like those typewriter computers like from Mad Men, right? Like it wasn't. I have you no don't... idea. Josh, you're around them. Wasn't you? <laughs> wow, just because my hair's falling out. What was Jesus like? <laughs> he was, was all he right. really a <laughs> uh, More like they didn't really have the means. Like they didn't even have an Excel spreadsheet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, with Ivan Malai, it was a similar thing. They had so much information coming in that they had that person had to personally identify whether they thought it was valuable information or not. Yeah. And if you got someone who was just like, okay, there was a naked man running in the woods, I don't see what this pertains to this investigation. You, you know what I mean? They yeah. would have just like not given a shit and just of filed it under crazy man. Mm. So I'd like to see that file. Yes, I bet it's big. I, would, I think you'd like to see it for the first half hour, and then you'd be like, 
fucking sick of this. He's like, and then Stuart Little came out his hole and he said to me, why is your wang so weird? Like you don't, after reading a thousand of them, you would just be so over it. Okay. So the FBI agent in the Park Service investigator said that it couldn't have happened. When the lead tracker of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park was asked, he said that everything matched up and it was at the biggest lead in the investigation. How long after was that, that he was asked? Not long. I'm talking within days. Okay, so it's not this like two years the, later. No, 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 like, no. This is shit, the same time frame. Idiots. Yeah. And then also Mr. Martin was later interviewed and asked if there was anything missing in the news accounts or something missing out of the inv- investigation that nobody knew about. Mr. Martin replied that when the Key family saw the thing moving from tree to tree through the woods, it had something slumped over its shoulder, a highly visible red matching the red shirt Dennis Martin was wearing on the day that oh, it disappeared. come on. Was it all three members of the Key family saw this as well? Yes, all of okay. them. All, it wasn't just the dad. Was acid tripping as a family common back in the 60s? Or Could have been. Can't hate on that. But if all three are seeing something, like it's a group sighting, it doesn't necessarily, like George said, mean it's big for. It could have literally been a naked, hairy, homeless man who found a child and was like, I'll cook you in my pot. But how do you not find footprints a struggle? Is this the, yeah, the oh, rain theory? Like rains wash things away? Yeah, Maybe. could be. But what I'm talking about is Mr. Uh, Mr. Key's, when he saw this thing, when his son said he looks like a bear, Mr. Key said that it's dark, he can't really see, it looks more like a man. So if you can't really see, is he going to see a red shirt? Yeah, I don't know. True. It's probably going to stick, stand out more because it's red, obviously. But Do you think sometimes these things happen where you're like, I don't know, back in the 60s, they probably didn't have like coloured newspaper or whatever, but you see something and you're like, could have been a bit yeah. of red on his shoulder. Was like he sometimes- told it was red before... Well, if someone's or was he for just a like, yeah, I see a bit he, of red, and they're like, well, that matches. Well, he read it in the Knoxville. Uh, so, so he read it. Read it. Yeah. yeah. So that could have been it. You never know. No one got my pun. He uh, read it. <laughs> sorry, I, that just went straight You were like, right I wouldn't have laughed anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny now that we missed it. Yeah, I know. It's better. <laughs> well done. Do more of them. <laughs> So the FBI and National Park Service obviously left this information out of their records. Nothing else was said about it. 1,400 people were involved in the search effort. And by the 22nd of June, 56 square miles, that's 150 square kilometres. That is a massive area. That's huge. It was searched. So that area was searched. The search was abandoned on the 29th of June. The search was officially ended on the 14th of September, 1969. So how long did they search for him? So he went disappearing, I think it was on the 14th of June. Okay. So it's one month later, the disappearance, the they official searching. search was Isn't stopped. it they start searching, they're like, we're not searching for someone alive anymore, we're searching for someone a bit... Well, I'm not sure what, it, does the official search just mean his dad stopped looking? Was that it? Or is an official search... And if, no, official search is like the government organised search, Because it says the search was abandoned on the 29th of June. Well, so it's not even that long after he went missing. No, but then it says the official search was ended on the 14th of September. Oh, so I'm okay. guessing that's when everybody stopped looking for him. Okay. And I think his dad was there for like another six weeks or five weeks. He stayed in the park and looked for his son, which he would. Yeah, because imagine yeah. if like Miller is went missing. How long would you stay? Like a couple of hours. Well, I'd fear for the other families going to the park. <laughs> <he's got> <laughs> Josh would be like, "I searched for a good half hour, and now the Xbox is calling me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. You'd be there looking and looking. Of course, until, you yeah. wouldn't know when you'd stop. You keep looking. Yeah, that's that's what I, f- I feel like. You would just everything would become that now, like just searching for your kid. Yeah. Or you just It'd be like, better luck to whoever found them. I'm going to go to, I don't know, Costa Rica and have yeah. a holiday. <laughs> Jeez, I hope just they can't kidding, dig that kidding. deep. <laughs> All right. So we've got our theories here. And the first is that he became lost and perished from exposure. You'd find a body in that search range, hopefully. And I don't know what techniques they were using. Just lost that close, though, with the trail. Mm-hmm. To just be lost and then... Mm. You would think that if you were like, Dennis... Dennis and everyone's gone. Dennis, Dennis, people are like, oh, people are looking for me. You know what I mean? Like people were looking Maybe up and he down was the just trail. Really into hide and seek. Still, doing I don't it. think so. Like I think you get hungry. Like you know what I mean? Like hide and seek, hungry. Mm, I don't know. I yeah. would go KFC over hiding at that stage. Yeah. Okay. So another is that he was attacked by an animal such as a bear or feral pig and carried off. Now yes. this one, I know a lot of people say you'll find like a cache or a cache. Like you'll find like blood. Yeah. Or just disturb Signs and anything of like an that. attack. But to me, the one thing that gives it credence is the weather afterwards. And that amount okay, of rain yeah. would wash away a lot of evidence. Mm. Like you'd still think you'd find something, but you'd think it'd wash away the evidence. So of pretty blood. much it doesn't matter what happened, there's no evidence of anything. No. Really? No. 
So lastly, that he was abducted and taken out of the park by someone or something. See, I'm big on that, the abduction. Yeah. To be that close and be no sound, nothing. I'm big on abduction too, but that's a pretty heavy crime of opportunity in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you think you'd be right. worried. if it Because, it, again, it is a crime of opportunity unless someone's waiting on that trail. But like you said, it's kind of the middle of nowhere. So you've got to pick this kid up. You've got to take him back to wherever you take him. Risk no sound. Risk, yeah, and risk like Appalachian Trail. People frequent that a lot. Yeah. So it's kind of it's remote, but there's a lot of people going up and down that trail. We're talking um five minutes after Dennis went, like the other boys came out from behind the bushes. Is when Mr. Martin went looking for him. In five minutes, how far could a six-year-old get? And his dad ran down the trail yelling, screaming yeah. for his name. You'd think that Dennis would hear him. I want to hear what the other kids said. And that's, you leave that's him? the problem with old cases, isn't it? You yeah, don't really... This is from 1969. So yeah, they don't have a lot of... <laughs> but I was really interested in what Mr. Key said about the wild man that he saw. And I, I immediately thought what you guys thought. You know, he's trying to lead us down the Bigfoot trail. The yeah. Bigfoot's picked up this kid and taken him away. But I've done a little bit more research into it. And I'll come up with something here. It says, Dwight McCarter, who included Dennis Martin's disappearance in his book, Lost, a ranger's journal of search and rescue, later told researcher David Politis that he had known of wild men living yeah. in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park around that time, noting that one member of the park ranger staff had been attacked by one of these men in a previous year. Does he mean like wild men, like person. possibly yes. like... Like off the grid. Okay, so like meth addict kind of... Like I don't mean a guy that's just gone off the grid. Yeah, he so not like Neanderthal, used... like someone who's no. just homeless and yes. just like living in the woods, yes. like and yeah. So he said at that time there were people like that living in the same area. You'd think they'd find him still though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, where right? did he go? Mm. He can't have gone that far. Like, even if he had a cave, you'd go back to the cave. He just like, jumped find on his cave. caveman hoverboard and just took off in the. That's oh, yeah. yeah. It's, what does he have? He's it's like one of those people that's like I'm really poor, but then they have like a Lamborghini. It's yeah. like I don't think you are. I think you might be lying. <laughs> Don't come near me on feral and jump in his helicopter. <laughs> that is strange, though. Yeah, so that's that's it. Dennis Martin was never found ever again. No signs of him. Actually, that's not right. There were bones found at a later date and footprints, which they found to be Mr. Martin's and some bare footprints that they thought might have been Dennis's leading down to a creek. But that was... Yeah, they never found anything else. They said that that wasn't it. They also found some bones. They... Ended I, up saying that they, they weren't Dennis's, so... I find it really hard as well when you research stuff from America because, like, their idea of a creek and Australia's idea of a creek can be very different. Mm. Like, their idea of a creek can be, like, pretty rapidly running. This kid might have fallen into yeah. it and been taken to another universe. Whereas our idea of a creek is, like, the trickling of water that sometimes happens when That's it rains. Once every is it going to get over, yeah, that, yeah. Like, gonna get over that rock? Yeah. Well, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, we got to pull, we got to pull, we got to pull. It's gone. Yeah. Dennis's father also offered US $5,000 oh, for, for someone finding him. Yeah, which is the equivalent of about $35,000. That's that's a whole dollar. Um, <laughs> take you out of boy. <laughs> My question is like, since having a child, I don't understand child abduction. No. Because why would you? Why well, do we you, don't because we're I, normal. True. Bored well, <laughs> Look at Josh. <laughs> why did you look at Josh straight up? <laughs> it's a, a fair glance. <laughs> I just wanted to see the shock in his eyes. <laughs> but like, it's a lot of, I guess, I obviously these people have like bad intentions with these kids. It's a lot of effort for no return. Yeah. To steal a child. So a few. Um, hey, 10 years. minutes in, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking you back. Yeah. Taking you back to the mountains. One of the other ones was a few years later, Ginseng Hunter claimed to have discovered the scattered skeletal remains of a small child in a big hollow. He kept the find to himself until 18, uh, 1985 because of fear that he would be prosecuted for the illegal ginseng. Oh, ginseng's Next. like a herb or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's like so a, he yeah. didn't say anything. Nah, sorry. I don't care what I'm doing illegally in there. I'll just be like, no, I was looking at butterflies. Like, like You don't have to tell them you ginseng, honey. That's like, like the guys who shoot Bigfoot. Oh, no, I thought it was human, so I left it behind and didn't pick it up. Dude, I'd be strapping that bitch to the front of my truck and driving into town going, look what I found. But you also murdered someone then as well. No, Bigfoot. There's a lot yeah. of wrong But if you thought that. it was human, you've just killed someone. <laughs> I honestly was looking at you talking still. I'm like, you realise you've killed someone? No, like they. This is worse. No, they didn't want to bring it in because they thought it was too human. Like, not that it was human. How can it be too human? More had, human than Bigfoot? It look, yeah, it will look the like dog human. Man, dog. It had human features, but it wasn't a human. Oh, so they were worried they'd killed someone. Not someone, but they worried that it was too human that they didn't want to say anything about it. I don't see what the problem is, really. I'd still be like, is this Bigfoot? 
That's kind of like, do you know those people just hometown crime right now that hit and run that poor man that was over here fighting oh, the fires? Yeah, yep. Did you hear about that, Josh? Oh, it's, it's vaguely familiar. They hit and run him in their car and like supposedly thought they killed him. They went home and then they came back and like proper killed him. This is insane. Glenn Ridding. What? They, they, literally kill, they turn, hit him on the yeah. head with an item. They haven't specified what it is. They so they went home and then went back and to make sure he was dead. So it wasn't just hit and run. Oh my god, I've hit someone. And then they've like driven off, being like, "I'm sure they're no, okay." They came back. They came back to make sure he was dead. This poor man was over from New Zealand fighting fires oh, as a pilot. Yeah, and I went to school with that girl. That they friggin' she was. I'm not saying she because I don't know if she's gone to jail, and I'm scared. You've just ratted her out. <laughs> yeah, but how awful is that? That's horrible. Yeah, if you sh- think shoot someone in the woods and you think it may or may not be human, maybe just double check. Well, no, he's coming back <laughs> to say yeah. sorry. No. <laughs> yeah, no, they came back because they're like, shit, he might be. A- why would you do that? Why would you not ran like just anonymously dump them at the hospital? Like, why would you come back to make sure they were dead? Yeah, that's not cool. So that is all. Of- that so I what do you what do you think happened to him? Um, look. I think the... I don't know what happened to him. I think the most likely thing is that he was abducted. Yeah. For something like that to happen, five minutes later, his dad goes out looking for him. Can't find anything. Shouting his name. Nothing. So it's like got to be someone's... Crime pick, of opportunity. It's got to be someone's picked him up and taken him away. Well, you never know. People might have... It could have been one of those things where someone arrives and sees that they're camping there and they think they're licking their lips and going, okay, well, I'm going to wait for my chance to... Well, a lot of these... Go on, maybe it's a lot of people in different parks doing it. Yeah, can you just imagine someone sitting and waiting for the chance and the kids are like, I'm going to go play hide and seek and they're just like, thank you, Lord. I've been here like, for yeah, months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like the best kids game ever invented. Yeah. Maybe maybe Mr. Martin was like, hey, Dennis, I saw a little hollow down there with a couple of copperheads in it. It's a pretty good place to hide. Yeah, just go in there. But yeah. they would have found him, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, even Dennis, couldn't, even his dad couldn't get away because you would have, you know, you're like, yeah. mate, you've done this. Yeah. But who were the family with him again? The Mark. Claudia, Claudia, you know who Claudia is. Right. You've been banging on about Claudia. So our kids have been like playing out, like playing together. Yeah. And who is this other family that just bumped into, our oh, kids are all of a sudden playing hide and go see. Yeah. And then, come on. So your theory is you're going to go with the kids. No, I reckon <laughs> they're there. Yeah. Oh, you reckon they're no, there? You reckon like Claudia a, took him home because she wanted another child to feed? It just seems sus that they're there and all of a sudden they're so brazen with, oh, let's see how have a kids play together. And then all of a sudden, I think they can go play hide and go see. And then... Where is he? Well, that's the thing. Maybe the husband was weird or sh- and he put him in the boot of his car or something. That's why no yeah. one found him. Like, his were they name's already Martin. Him? I don't have to change that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go. Ten minutes True. after, Claudia's like, right, let's go home. Well, no. Or but like murdered him and took the evidence with him. Like that's probably a plausible thing that could have happened. The Green Berets is weird, but I do genuinely think they were probably just doing a training exercise. Probably. And legit when they're like, that's me at work. I know I bring up work again, but if someone's asking what I'm doing, if I'm doing nothing, I tell them it's confidential. Mm. So then I don't have to do anything. Because they're like, hey, can I get the numbers on that? I'm like, oh, it's confidential. Because I'm fucking not running that report, eh? <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. So that was Dennis Martin. That is that a weird one. It is very so weird. So never found. Never no, found. They never nothing. found. Not, not a trace? Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Except the ginseng hunter who saw bones. But yeah, but the... I'd be so they... excited. I'd be like, I know I've been doing illegal shit. Like, I'd be out there coked up, methed up, whatever. I'd be like, but I found bones. Like, I'd be, like, be telling them. Yeah, I'd be so. A lot of people say these disappearances are because the someone stumbled across, like, a weed plot or someone cooking meth or something like that. Bit like Mount Royal. Bit like, bit like Mount Royal. But again, if you're. Where like, is it? If you're growing weed or making meth, the last thing you want to do is be attracting FBI or yeah. any sort of attention to where you're doing it. This place where they're at, Spence Field, it had no public road access. It was all just off the trail. So this was in the middle of nowhere. So what, they hiked their stuff in or it was like a yeah. dirt road? So they hiked to a place, I think it was Cade's Cove, the night before, stayed there the night and then proceeded to hike to Spence Field. Okay, so they so hiked... Oh, they away then from... Yeah. It's a lot of effort with kids. With Imagine the, kids, the esky. Six, Who's like carrying the esky? kid? Unless yeah. you're trying to get rid of one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and there <laughs> is the case of Dennis Martin. <laughs> Full circle. <It's> <laughs> well, unfortunately, mine's actually from the 1960s as well. Oh. Maybe. Good year. <laughs> <laughs> Vintage. <laughs> I, don't, I think maybe they've seen more mysterious because there just isn't like a lot of information perhaps. Mm. And that's what because there's not a lot known, that makes it obviously more strange and more mysterious. When at the time, if you were to look back at a case file or something and you see everything they had, you'd be like, oh, it's not so weird. It just wasn't as publicised, I guess. Mine's a little bit out of our brief for this week's episode. So the woman I'm about to talk about is, her name is Evelyn Consuela Roseman. And as far as I know, she wasn't reported missing 
Um, but that probably could be because her body was found before she could be reported missing. It was just a case that piqued my interest out of all the cases I read about because it was I found it just genuinely creepy and just so like I don't know how this happened. It's quite an old case, so there isn't a ton of information, but the information I did get was from the book Off the Wall, Death in Yosemite, and it's really strange. Evelyn had also been mentioned by Dave Politis as a potential 411 case. I'm pretty sure it was on an episode of Coast to Coast. He had mentioned her on it because it's weird. And I I think he's like angling again for like the Bigfoot okay. angle, perhaps. Yeah. Like he's, damn, he's fucking God. hot for Bigfoot. Do you reckon he would trap him or make out with him if he found him? Probably. Or is I don't he know. Some people like is that stuff, I guess. Is he a hairy man? He <laughs> <laughs> could be him. Have you, you should watch some of the documentaries that he has. Like it's hard watching it with someone like Daniel when Daniel's like, critical thinking, where are the facts? I'm like, Daniel, just enjoy it for what <laughs> yeah. it is, really. Did you see who directed the movie? He's Someone related to him. They had a it was last his name. Son, oh, really? Yep. So he worked with his dad. Too. Reeks to me of nepotism. Like, let's get you into Hollywood. So I'll let well, you direct. That's this. what they asked. They said, "Oh, does you like? Did you like come out to your dad to say, can I be a part of this, or did your dad sort of bring you in?'" And he said, "No, he had to prove himself to his dad, so his dad could oh, really? kind Because of, I was kind of like, yeah, kind of jumping on the bandwagon yeah. a little bit. I feel like when you said, "Then did you have to come out to your dad?" Is his idea of like, on his dad and be like, "Look, dad, I'm gonna tell you something." I do believe in Bigfoot. And his dad's like, I've known all along, son. You're in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Michael Bay, he would have made me believe as a Bigfoot if he had just reached out. There would be too many explosions yeah, in true. that documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary, like a tree falls in the wood and it explodes. Um, so on the 19th of October, 1968, so three years after, wait, two years? This was one, 1968, one year before Dennis Martin. Oh, he was 1969. Yeah. Okay, so one year before Dennis Martin, 24-year-old Evelyn Consuela Roseman's battered body was found at the base of Nevada Fall, a 180-metre waterfall on the popular Mist Trail in Yosemite National Park. She was found 200 feet from the base of the fall with her torn-up corduroy pants around her ankles and a sweater pulled over her head. Her black cardigan was found on a rock near her feet. So trigger warning, this does have like elements of sexual assault. So due to her location, it was determined that she had to have been thrown from the top of the fall where a purse had also been found. So she was found 200 feet from the base of the fall. 200 feet? Mm-hmm. That's a long place. You don't roll Wait, and they're far. saying yeah. she's been thrown off it? Yep. So they could they determined she died from the fall. Like they determined she died from the fall and that because of where she was found, she had to be thrown off. 200 feet though? Jeez, yeah. who was throwing her? Exactly. Was it the hole? <laughs> So Ask David. the weirdest part was Evelyn's brain matter was found 50 feet away from her corpse, suggesting her body had been interfered with after her death. Yes. Now, the positioning of her clothing also suggested a sexual element. At first, it was hypothesized she'd possibly been raped and then thrown from the fall. The autopsy showed vaginal lacerations consistent with rape, except no blood was found in the wounds, indicating they were made post-mortem. So straight up, my first hypothesis is maybe Evelyn had met with foul play, been thrown off the floor, the floor, the fall. So the weird thing about Yosemite as well, they call their waterfalls fall. Mm. So it's like bridal fall or vernal fall, like it's not falls. Um, so then the perpetrator made their way down after throwing her and performed necrophilia on the corpse and then just left. But that's a two mile, just over three kilometer hike back down, not to mention making your way over hectically slippery rocks on a busy trail with high chances you could be spotted. And let me tell you how slippery these rocks are. I know from experience, they're very slippery, like crazy. Your husband has to be a psychopath to propose to you on these slippery rocks. Slippery. Like it's people die on them all like, literally like you can slip and fall like it happens in the parks and die from these rocks because they're huge. They're like boulders. Mm. So alternatively she was murdered, then raped at the top of the fall and then thrown over. But the autopsy showed she had died as a result of being thrown from the fall and her body had been moved. Hence brain matter being found 50 feet away. So they're saying she's been raped, thrown off, raped again. No, she would have had to have been dead before the rape took place. The initial rape. Any rape. So, oh, any rape. So she's been thrown off and then... She was dead and then the sexual assault occurred after she died and her death was determined to be she was thrown from Mm. the waterfall. Yeah. So she's dying. Sounds like he's probably gone back down to check if she's alive. But it's not easy. And it's not easy. Like, for example, the Mist Trail is like the one of the most popular trails. I would say it's right in the valley, so everyone stays in the valley, and that's where they go. They just like this is an easy walk. It's it's accessible from wherever campsite you are, wherever you're staying. Really, in the valley, it's really easy to get to. 
Last time I went there, it was Memorial Day, but it was so busy, like so busy. I can't even tell you. To the point where we got to Vernal Fall, I'm like, I'm not going to keep going. There are people everywhere. So it was like one of the more popular hikes. The repositioning of the body could maybe be chalked up to animal interference. There are a lot of black bears and mountain lion cougars it's in the area. Bears again. I know, fuck it. It's the aggression. It probably was. You're a therapist. <laughs> this is our PSA don't hike without a therapist in case you come across. <laughs> it solves everything, yet. really. Imagine <laughs> Dennis have one. Except you wouldn't get far because you'd be like talking about old childhood trauma and you'd be like, I want to sit down now. <laughs> I like to cry when I sit down. <laughs> but I couldn't find anything suggesting there were any signs of animal interfering. In animal interference with the corpse at all, no teeth marks, no claw marks, nothing. And her sweater had been placed at her feet. So, yeah. That's it's, weird. It's weird, hey. So another thought, another thought I had was potentially Evelyn had accidentally fallen and someone had come across her and the necrophilia was a crime of opportunity, which kind of feels even grosser than the other theories. Well, it's what, like Bob's just strolling yeah, through. Oh, hey, he's a, he's a freebie. The chances of a falling and then some guy of necrophilia walks past and she yeah. goes, hey... Yeah. Today's my day. <laughs> That's what like, it's, dude, but it's gross. Hey, you you oh. you kind of rather someone thrown her and then did because it was like that's disgusting. Like yeah. why? Yeah. So like why your th- first thought when you come across the body was just like mm, I like that brain matter. Let me get up in there. No. So but again, her and- uh, injuries and trajectory were more consistent with being launched from the fall than than they were for accidentally falling. It'd have to be. Yeah, so 200 foot from the base. Yeah. Mm. Well, there's also theories that maybe she was swimming and accidentally went over the fall. Like other hikers have done that. That's like a, wouldn't say common, but it's like it's happened. It seems dumb, but they like. Let's so they, go swimming right next to a waterfall. Yeah, well, they go there. swimming up at the top of the waterfall and then they go over because you know what? He's fucking slippery. And just so, like last time we, I went last time with mum and dad, obviously, and mum and I were sitting at the base of the falls and dad and Dan being the people that they are were like, let's climb to, to let's just climb these rocks. I'm and a farmer. Yeah, <laughs> there's literally signs everywhere saying, do not climb rocks. Like people die. That's Don't climb them. Yeah. yeah. Dad's like, if ain't I'm not no sign danger- going to tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm not in danger. I'm not living. No, but like, so they start climbing. <laughs> Mum and I are like, we're not idiots. We'll sit here and wait for you to die or come back, whichever it is, not bothered. And there are people and I'm not, it was, if you were into people watching, we sat there, these people rolled in like a group of them. These women were wearing high heels high heels and they started climbing on the rocks and mum and I got so excited like that sounds awful but I'm like she gonna slip and I'm gonna enjoy watching this because it's ridiculous she fucking didn't she was like a gazelle and it was just so one of those little mountain goats yeah pretty pretty like how are you even standing on that 100% she was wearing heels and mum and I were just like jeeing it up for oh shit she's gonna fall she fucking didn't so like kudos to her (laughs) one less story so she, they thought that maybe she was swimming in there. She wasn't dressed for it. She was wearing corduroy pants. Like, I don't go swimming in that. And so they thought, because she was swimming in it, she went over the falls and that's why her head, like her shirt was over her head and her pants were down around her ankles. And that's how she landed so far from the fall. The water had taken her. But it was also October. So basically the the way the falls work is the snow melts in spring and that's when you get like the biggest rush of water from the snow melting and then as it gets towards October which is their autumn it starts to dwindle again because it's getting cold up there and everything's freezing so the water's just more of like a trickle really like mm, makes they, sense yeah there wasn't much of a like a force to have done that to her there was also this theory that maybe Evelyn potentially had a stalker so she used to work as a topless rate waitress before she was a masseuse so maybe she picked up an unwanted admirer but I think that's maybe a little too far-fetched Like, that would have been such an effort, especially, like, in the 1960s to have stalked someone all the way to a national park, known which hike she was going on, waited till she got to the top of the fall, and then did that, and then thrown her over, then went all the way down to the bottom. Like, it seems weird. Maybe he accidentally, like, they were up there, and he was accidentally trying to grab her. She fell, and he was just like, well, that's a bit of a waste. Let's go see what I can do. In in for a penny and for a pound. But she didn't didn't fall. (laughs) Maybe he just got mad and then he was like, oh, I told you not to do that, Steve. And we said we were going to control ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throws her over. And don't quote me on this, but from what I read on a Reddit thread, apparently David Politis insinuated Bigfoot may have been involved with this case. And I just have to say, how dare David do Bigfoot dirty like that? Oh, and plus, He like, would never. Yeah, but like also, if it was Bigfoot, like she'd be fucking torn up. Like I don't think... Maybe... Bigfoot's got a really small dick. Like a micro penis. Yeah. That's why he's so Maybe mad all the time. Maybe she didn't fall off a cliff and it just looks like she did because Bigfoot had a way of her. 
<laughs> just oh, looks like she's fallen off the cliff. Oh, so oh, like he banged you... her up heaps bad. Yeah, like yeah that, she that, never that. went up to the top. No, she was always she, down she's the always down the bottom. <laughs> Bigfoot is like, oh, sorry. Maybe that's why her shirt's over her head because Bigfoot, like, you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not like that. He's a gentle giant. <laughs> Stop. Leave him alone. <laughs> How dare you? You can't. We could get sued by Bigfoot. You can't make it. Like, these are all alleged. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, like, if he existed, you'd be screwed. Yeah. Imagine uh, that he comes out of the woodwork just this wants to sue me. <laughs> yeah, that's right, I'm real. <laughs> Are you going to give me your money? <laughs> so I'm not sure why I thought this, but I believe it's because she'd been found like 200 feet from the base of the fall. But even if she was moved away from the base, that 50 feet where they found her brain matter, I don't know which direction she was moved in though. So mm. they don't have information on that, whether she was moved closer, like left, right, okay. whatever. Yep. Um, but she would have have to been launched from that cliff, like fucking oh. riding a jackass rocket or something yeah. to the 200 feet. Straight out of a cannon. <laughs> yeah. But that's pretty much it. That's the information. How long do they say she was dead for before they found One her? One day. So they she couldn't find the any day. drag marks from the cliff, anything like that, or is it just rain happened that night? And- I don't know about rain or anything like that, but that's like, I feel like that's just convenient. You're David. saying it's like yeah. a populated, like it would be a populated area. How yep. does it take a day for someone to find that? I feel like, well, if it happened that afternoon, maybe hikers found it the next day. Oh, it could have been. And a yep. lot of the stuff happens in the afternoon. But the mist trail that I went up, so it basically you go up mist trail and you get to Vernon Falls first and there's like a bridge over that and that's where like me, like a lazy piece of shit, I was like, I'm done, Daniel. <laughs> like, and we turned around and go back and then other people will hike up to Nevada Fall. Hmm. But yeah, that was really embarrassing last time. So you're sitting down, these people are walking past. No, I wasn't. It was so embarrassing. It's really steep and it's at like 8,000 feet above sea level. So like it's really hard. And I was there and Daniel was basically like, I'm not even kidding, literally pushing me up this thing because I was so tight. Like I was jet lagged and just really unfit. And this lady comes walking past me with her newborn baby breastfeeding it as she just fucking gazelles up this thing, like no bothers. And I was like, Daniel, I want to go home. Like, <laughs> Are you sore, honey? You're emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, but there was the, I was like, I'm fucking over this. Like, let's go. Because there's so many people. It's a hard, for me anyway, it was hard to begin with. Because you have to acclimatise to the area as well. Even if I was acclimatised, I don't know if I think it was the easiest thing. Yeah, but it was it that you were unfit or was it the 10 beers beforehand that sort of stopped you? I don't... I wasn't drinking. I don't remember. No, that, yeah, that, no, that <laughs> trip. No, that trip I didn't drink that heavily. I'm drinking until she hits 10. No. <laughs> that trip I didn't drink that heavily. That now was the next drinking. trip. But then the next trip I drank, like I drank really heavily and I hiked 20 kilometres to a glacier in, in Glacier National Park and that maybe was, that was problem. problem then. Maybe, yeah, maybe I need to get on the booze and that's how mm. things happen. But like you said there, like it might have been found in the afternoon. I a lot of these cases are afternoon or like so dawn or dusk kind of thing. I just think, to be honest, I'm excited about it. There are so many cases, but it's like everything. I think 99% of them are bullshit. And then there's a the 1% where it's just like, yeah, that's genuinely creepy. Or like, that's genuinely... Like this case, I reckon, was so weird. Like, yeah. you, it doesn't matter how you look at it. It, nothing, it doesn't really match up with anything you're doing. But then... There are so many, like, I can... Gary Michael Hilton was a serial killer and he used to go into the national parks and he would wait. Like, it was, like, crime of opportunity. He would wait and wait and wait for the right person and then he would lead them out, like, at knife point or whatever and then no one would ever see them again until he did it to one chick who had a dog and a couple had seen him leading her out and they just thought, oh, it's, like, a dad with his daughter. But it wasn't, obviously. And, they were like, when she went missing, they reported seeing them. And then they went looking for this guy. And then they found him. He'd murdered her. He'd, like, beheaded her. He'd made a camp with him for a couple of days or whatever. And then they went looking back through other National Park disappearances. And they found three others where he did the same so thing. So could this in just like be a serial, hundred, ki- like, like, serial killers going around doing this in National Parks? Because it's such prime opportunity honestly, to be doing yes. it. There's no cameras in National Parks. Like, there's no... There's no reception. There's no phone reception. That was my biggest fear in national parks is it is so easy. And plus they're so... Another example, we went hiking in Glacier and we told mum and dad we were going to this one trail. And then we went to go there and it had been closed. And there's no cell reception. So we're like, okay, well, we can't go to that trail. We went to this other trail. It was to Grinnell Glacier and it took way longer than we anticipated because we got stopped by grizzly bears on the trail. We had to wait for them to move on. And then we got back four hours later than we anticipated we'd get gotten back. Mum and dad had already like submitted like a missing persons, try to talk to the ranger and everything. And they're telling them we were on this hike, which was literally like an hour drive away from where we ended up going. Yeah. So imagine if we did actually get go missing, 
you're searching this area. That is the wrong spot. Yeah, you're looking. People could be looking in the wrong spot. I know for the most part they were last seen in certain areas, and that's where people search from. But it's not hard to think maybe they were last seen there, and then they got in their car and went somewhere else, or maybe they instead of going right down this trail, they went left down this trail, and people aren't looking in the right area, or they were abducted, which would explain so much of like he had a gun on him, or he had a bow on him, or. None of this was ever found, or this wasn't found. And what or- they say is that bow hunters are the most targeted ones for these missing 411 cases. And you tell me, if you're going to take someone down as a serial killer, would you go for the person with the gun or the person with the bow? The bow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like, they're always like that old, there was this old guy, I think his name was Thomas, Thomas Messick, and he was at the start of a trail, so there was like a bunch of people he went hunting with and they all spread out along this trail and had the younger people go around and shoot some deer towards them or whatever, and he was at the start of the trail... He just completely disappeared. He yep. was old. He had no. He had missing one eye. He had bad hearing, and he's at the start of the trail. If you're going to abduct someone, you just go and you say, "Oh, you you're like an easy target. Come with me." And they're like, "We never." But like, this is the thing I guess annoys me about David Politis. Like the cases, he was like, "And he, they never found anything. And he hmm. was never seen again." I'm like, there are perfect, perfectly normal explanations. Or like, because he has this thing. He has a checklist hmm. of what these disappearances they have, have in to common. Fit, they have to fit a certain criteria. Yeah. And one of these things is. They their their bodies are either found undressed or they find clothing to suggest they had been undressed. Yeah, and it's like he's a police officer, but come on, how do you? He knows about paradoxical undressing, like when hype you get hypothermia and you feel so hot you start taking your clothes off. Yeah, like it's a common thing with people that but go he doesn't missing. Bring it up, he's but like, exactly, no. yeah. he just completely. He's like they found without clothes on, like. Because they Explain have... Explain yourself. Yeah. And then if they have bodies or whatever, like some dude literally had hypothermia and he started undressing and he was just like, this lady was found in, in um, New Mexico in a creek, like in the fetal position, naked in a creek, in like a makeshift campground. He's like, it's so weird. She was completely naked. She was in the creek because she got hypothermia and yeah. got so hot she started undressing and then went into the creek to try and cool mm. down. One of the things that I don't understand is when they start taking their shoes off. Yeah. When he finds like, people are found without their shoes. like It's hypothermia again. But you'd think that if you're going to do anything, and they find them like 15 miles away from where their that shoes Aaron, are, if you're going to walk, yeah, the last thing you want to do is take your shoes off. Was it Aaron Hedges or Aaron Hodges? Hedges. Hedges. Yeah. That was, see, that's another one. That was a weird case. That was very weird. That All like the cases I don't like, similar to like the Benning, Bennington Triangle, a lady went missing in Bennington State Forest. I think it's a state park. And she went missing and there was this extensive search in the forest where she was missing from. And it was another one of like, oh, I fell into the water. She was hiking with her cousin. I'll go get I'll go get a change of clothes at the camp that was literally 20 minutes back that way. And she never returned to the cousin. So the cousin went back to camp and was like, yo, where's Sally? I don't know what her name was. And no one's like, we haven't seen her. Like, we've not seen her. Don't know where she is. They did an extensive, extensive search, never found her. And then three months later or something, nine months later, her badly decomposed corpse was found in an open field. Yeah, where they had searched a hundred times. A lot of that them. Was, a lot of them. Yeah. They like the search people are like walking past these areas where these bodies are found, which is extremely yeah. weird. Which is like serial killer, like exactly. dump the body back. There. And a lot of the cases are people just walking like twenty meters away. Yep. from the people they're with and disappearing and never being yeah, found that again. That sounds yeah. like we've searched it and he's like, oh, they've searched it. I'm just going to go place it here now. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, abduction. I reckon the number one cause would be abduction followed by just general, like, they've disappeared. And the one thing they say, like, if you get lost in the forest is to just stay where you are. Don't go anywhere. They've disappeared and they've gone gone wherever. But it's like the Aaron Hedges one. And I'm not like a woodsy person, but even I know if I were to get lost, I'd just go for the nearest body of water and follow it yeah. down because it's going to go somewhere. He was mm. lost in the and crazies. And also follow him da- downhill as well. You wouldn't be walking up hills or anything. Yeah, and that he was found in the crazies and it's like a big, like a mountain range sort of thing in Montana and all the rivers go down like because it's so steep. Mm. And for some reason he didn't. Could a lot of these people as well be just leaving their lives? Yes, 100%. Getting out. It's become that bad. It's oh, like that happened with 9-11. Yeah, honey, I'm just going to go for a... Weekend in the woods, never seen ever again. Maybe he just had enough of it, mm. went to the woods, disappeared, never wanted to be found. Yeah, I reckon so. Like, no, they did that with 9-11. So many people were like, oh, they disappeared and they tried to make out that that's what had happened. They had gone there that day when they really hadn't. Mm. Like some dude had, or he, 
they got caught out because they were cheating on their wives and yeah, they weren't at work yeah, when yeah, they yeah. said they were supposed to be at work. Yeah. And they, their wives are all freaking out thinking they've died in this tower collapse and they were just visiting Claudia. Yeah, didn't they? He, his wife or something called him went, saw the tower collapse and went, honey, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm at work. It's all, yeah. it's all good. She's <laughs> 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 very positive. <laughs> How are you getting reception through of all that rubble? It's crazy. He's rubble? just talking about his boss being on his back and she's like, oh, look, you have bigger problems. <laughs> but what I was going to say is the national parks do not keep records of the people that go missing. They do. Is another big thing. But they not all of them, but I when I was Googling it, as you do, because I, like I like to do a Google of like, let's see what comes up as the strangest cases out of, because he had like, what, 1,440 missing people's cases. Yeah. I went on, the national park have a thing of people that have been missing. Yeah, but are they doing it now? Yeah. Because, uh, the, yeah, I know, but are oh, they like, doing it now because of all the stuff maybe. that's been... Because I read up. they weren't either. I read they were holding back a heap, they reckon. Yeah. And you, oh, can't, they could you be, can't just bolt up and ask for I'd something. I'd say they though. probably are holding back a heap because they weren't many on that website, but there were a few. Hmm. But lots of Because they can't stuff. release them if they're like a criminal, if there's anything criminal going on, but if it's just the missing persons, they have to release well, see, information. see, this is the weird thing. Some of the missing persons I saw on their website, like, you know how they provide a photo? A lot of them look like mugshots. So then I automatically think maybe foul play. I don't know if that's like prejudice or something, but... Sure say a lot to what well, I've read. It's a lot of them are like 40 metres, 50 metres off a trail. Mm-hmm. Like they're so close to being on a walking trail that people walk and search for them. Yeah. If I find them days later, they'll be like, geez, they're only 40 metres there. Yeah. yeah. And But sometimes it takes them days later because they just assume they're not going to be that close by yeah. because you would have seen them there or something. They you go to national parks and you just see how big they are. Oh, yeah. Like it's insane. Yeah. When people go missing, it, to me, I'm just like that's doesn't I don't surprise think it, you. At yeah, all. not at nah. all. But then I also was when I was watching his documentary, I was there was like this thing. I think he didn't have enough hunted people going missing because I watched the four on one hunted. So he was like, oh, I've got five, but I have half an hour left. What am I gonna do with this movie? It's like the Game of Thrones yeah. end of the season. We're just gonna jam it all in. Can we get a dragon, son? <laughs> I don't know CGI. <laughs> <laughs> so they ended up interviewing this guy called Ron Moorhead, I believe. And it genuinely like scared me because he would hike in, not to Yosemite, but north of Yosemite in the Sierra. I think it's the Sierra Mountains or something. Yeah. And they've been doing it for ages. And this was from the 70s. He had recorded audio of like something across a creek calling out to them, like back and forwards. It's called the Sierra Sounds. And when I listened to it, I was just like genuinely creeped out by it because I don't know how you could have f- like faked it. And then they also had taken that audio. It was like a video, an audio, and they'd taken it to some guy in, I think, Michigan or Wisconsin maybe or Montana or something like that, somewhere north. And he worked at a college or a university and he analyzed it and was like whoever it was had to have been nine foot tall like it because well, of the pitch the of the voices. voice, because of the pitch and all this. This is how big this person could have been. It was like eight, not nine, talking, but like eight d- foot tall. Or, yeah, is he but, talking like person, or is he talking? This thing has to be. I can play the sound for you. Is it going to scare me? I'd, I don't have my probably. phone in here, but do you want to sleep tonight? Joshua? We can maybe do another episode on anywhere. the Sierra sounds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have children. <laughs> We're going to the park. Kids. Oh That's god, like I'm going to enjoy my sleep tomorrow. It's going to be so good. Why don't you shut up? <laughs> People always talk about like what some of the scariest things having kids is like awful. Well, I will tell you a real scary things drinking past six o'clock at night because you know you're going to be up at you four o'clock. Stop, with children. Yeah. You got to stop. But sometimes you've drunk so much you don't care. <laughs> it's just like future. <laughs> you're on that boardwalk. If I have one more drink, yeah. I don't care. But the worst thing is. Well, I find I will stay up at night and I'll read horror stories or I'll watch, like, I don't know, game playthroughs. I've been watching, so lame, PewDiePie's playthrough of this game called Amnesia. It's the second one out. And it, like, is really heavily lays on the whole this chick who's gone missing and her partner and they have, like, this baby and the baby's in the cot, like, calling out for her mum and she goes to reach for it and everything disappears. And I'm like, I need to go and wake Juniper up and da, da, da. and then she'll wake up and I'll be like, fuck, shut up, <laughs> go back to sleep. <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing this to me. But yeah, well, that was our episode on the National Parks oh, cases. A lot of weird stuff. I know. Even weirder is I have started us a Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash Mellow Tiger Podcast, or just search us on there. We also have an Instagram, which is at Mellow Tiger Podcast. And... We have some emails if you want to get in contact with us. If you have a story you want to tell about something weird that happened to you, then you can troll us. I don't care. No. You can. We invite you to. <laughs> we'll take anything. <laughs> yeah, you would. Uh, if you think you're going to hurt us, just don't waste your time. Yeah. <laughs> 
we're already dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at your story at mellowtigerpodcast.com.au. No, just .com. Shit, I'm really good at this. Is it your story or my story? It is your story okay. at mellowtigerpodcast.com. Thanks, Jord. No worries. Every time I message Jord as well, my phone autocorrects stuff. And Jord's like, I'm having trouble finding this that you sent me. And I'm like, why? And I'll look at it and be like, that's very wrong. I have to just decipher it. Get as close as I can to what I think yeah. it is and just go with it. So, yeah, and we're on pretty much all platforms. So don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify and maybe mm. give us like a good rating on iTunes because that helps a lot. Yeah. Big time. Because I need money, hey. Well, no. you get money from that. You don't <laughs> no. get it. It's really difficult to make money off podcasts. Though, also, if um, any of you listeners out there have your own, like, anything you want us to bring up on the show, any stories you think, you know, you might want to hear on here, you can email us at um, brie at mellowtigerpodcast.com or jordan at mellowtigerpodcast.com. I promise not to ignore it for the most part. No. I want to hear, hear your weird stories. I'm particularly interested in cryptids if your town or area has a specific cryptid or or weird disappearance or something mysterious something unsolved yeah yeah definitely hit us up and you might get to hear the story on the show as long as your name's not david pilatus (laughs) david pilatus man i feel bad but also you're a cop but you like bigfoot i'm a fan maybe i am i don't know yet (laughs) i haven't decided you're having very big mixed feelings about (laughs) the subject who's playing the banjo called an outro Josh. Oh, okay i'm looking around no, I'm <laughs> well thanks guys and we'll see you next week <laughs>